Considering how to introduce this week's episode, I couldn't help but think of music, though it has nothing to do with the topic. The first song I clearly remember knowing the lyrics to by heart was Hotel California by the Eagles. Stairway to Heaven is probably one of the greatest guitar solos in history. Dancing Nancy's by Dave Matthews Band almost always puts me in a good mood, and I'm Still a Guy by Brad Paisley gets me every time. But these songs were not the ones that came to mind while considering our latest reason to panic. Oh no. I thought of Shake Your Rump by Beastie Boys, Shake 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 by KC and the Sunshine Band, Honky Tonk Badonkadonk by Trace Adkins, All About That Bass by Megan Trainer, and who can forget Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. There's a certain fixation that our society has with the booty, so much so that personal fitness is a multi-billion dollar industry. People literally work their fannies off to have a posterior even remotely resembling the marble masterpiece that was meticulously molded by Michelangelo himself. You'll know that piece as David. So for all the effort, how is it then that according to New York-based internist and gastroenterologist Nikette Sunpal, Three out of four people suffer from a condition directly relating to the gluteus maximus and don't even know it. Stick around to find out. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast for the worried mind. Every week we come at you with a new reason to panic. So you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I am Tyler Mason. I'm leading this week's segment, and I'm excited, as always, to be joined by my fellow co-hosts and co-conspirators in all things panicky, Uli Bowman and Randall Floyd. Randall, how you doing? I'm good. I've actually been waiting since we started to be able to use the word monologue as a dad joke, and I think we finally get to use it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, As always, I'm glad to accommodate. Uli, how you doing, brother? I'm well. I'm well. I, uh, I feel a bit behind the time. Shift, I, really, I really don't want, I really don't want to be the butt of any jokes. So let's try to keep it professional. Oh, I think we're going to have lots of butts of jokes in, uh, <laughs> in this week. So, uh, you know, before we get to the back end of this episode, let's, uh, let's introduce here. Here's what, here's what we're talking about. I stumbled across an article, uh, from, uh, well and good. I'm guessing it's well and good. Is that what it is? It's well plus good. Well and good. Okay, that's what I that's what I thought. Well and good. And the title of it is three out of four people deal with hemorrhoids and might not even know it. And so when I read that headline, I was like, "Come on, how is it you cannot know if you have hemorrhoids or not?" Like, I remember making preparation H jokes in like sixth grade, right? That's like. You have to know if you've got hemorrhoids, but apparently this is 
a uh, pandemic proportion problem that we have here in the United States. So I sent uh, I sent the article to uh, to the fellas, to the guys, um, and I don't know, guys, <laughs> hemorrhoids is. Is that something you assume that you just know you have or you don't have? Yeah, the biggest shock was to me in, in reading this and preparing for this episode was that 75% of people could be could be dealing with hemorrhoids and not know it. Um, I, I think it can it can be it could be you know perceived as something else, maybe just dry skin or just maybe you you got sore because. I mean, look, we're in this episode, so it's going to get uncomfortable, right? <laughs> you, you had a sore bowel movement, and so you just think, okay, well, that was just kind of a big one or kind of a dry one, <laughs> all right? So, like, it, there are reasons why people write off the symptoms of hemorrhoids. But, man, those are hemorrhoids. And 75% of the time, those are hemorrhoids. I just thought about all the times that it, it could have been a possibility from various points in my life not even realizing it but thinking that it could have been hemorrhoids i mean i don't know maybe maybe i guess if uh if one in 20 people or what 20 40 percent of people don't even have symptoms uh then what's the point of having hemorrhoids i mean why, why is hemorrhoids a big deal <laughs> right i mean it's like reading through these articles that i found and i'm sure you gentlemen found some of your own it's like you might as well just keep hemorrhoid cream right next to the toilet because you're going to need it way more often <laughs> God. Then, at, then least dis- you realize. at least disguise it. You know, please don't get a big, <laughs> big bottle that says hemorrhoid cream on it for your guests to see when they come by. Yeah, oh, you can't make, make it inconspicuous at least. Please. <laughs> Put Colgate on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There was a movie that came out. Oh, me and my dad went and saw it. I was probably a freshman in high school it's called rocket man did you guys ever see this movie mm-hmm. my you remember rocket yeah, man so. that's number two in my list of favorite movies oh i love that movie and so the premise of the movie for those that haven't seen it and it's it's comedic genius it's slapstick to its its best um it's this mission to uh mars to go and to explore and I'm trying to remember the name of the actor, the, the main actor that was in it. He was kind of a flash in the pan. He did a couple of great movies and then disappeared. But um, It's not Martin Lawrence, it, is it? No. No. He's he's, uh, white he, guy, half-baked. Hmm. I'm going to look. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up this guy's name while I'm talking. Anyway, so what happens is they're flying to Mars, and they're supposed to be in, in cryo sleep. Well, his cryo chamber doesn't work. So he ends up, like, awake for this months-long journey to Mars alone on the ship it's like castaway but funny and um he starts to go a little bit nuts and he goes through their food support su- supply so everybody else wakes up you know refreshed and ready for mars and they find out that this idiot that they didn't want to come in the first place um has used all of their uh all of their food as as paint supplies and so he, <laughs> he gives um so the 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 comedian, his, his name was Harland Williams, was the comedian. And then there's another guy by the name of, or actor by the name of William Sadler. You'll recognize him from other, other movies, too. You'd recognize his face. He's, he's the leader of the mission, so he's all bent out of shape. And so um, um, Harland's character gives him a tube of what looks like you know food, because it's all, it's all paste. And so he eats it, and immediately, immediately his mouth clamps shut. 
Urgent cream, and he looks at me like, "What's what?" And he looks at the tube, and it was it was preparation H, and oh my, and it literally gosh. reduced the uh, the diameter of his mouth. He couldn't talk. It was you know, <laughs> anyway. I uh, want to use that on my kids now. I wonder if that. Go brush your teeth. <laughs> I've I've uh, <clears throat> apparently I've never seen this movie. You need to. Um, it, it, it's I so feel good. I feel a responsibility to do so. And by the way, it's not that his his cryogenic chamber didn't work. It's that the monkey stole it, and he tried to use the monkeys, and he was too big. That's so right. Then <laughs> <laughs> he woke up because it wouldn't close over him all the way. <laughs> uh, that's right. Yeah, his arms and his legs are hanging out of it, and he's like, "Oh, this this will probably work." And it, yeah. You know, I feel like you guys can go on and on about this movie, and I'm just kind of back here like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's bring hemorrhoids back to the forefront of the conversation then. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I think that uh, it might be a courtesy to your guests to leave hemorrhoid cream just out and available, and even let them know as they go into the bathroom, hey, by the way, you know 75% of people deal with hemorrhoids, 40% don't know it. So if if you need it, Hemorrhoid cream's right there, left of the toilet. Uh, knock yourself out. I, I buy it at Costco. So, uh, anyway, I digress. So, so, why is it then that, for all the jokes about hemorrhoids and, and all of that, why is it that most people don't realize that they have it? Because in this article, it says right here, hemorrhoids are enlarged or swollen veins in the lower rectum. They are normal blood vessels which become aggravated and inflamed. It seems like that should be pretty apparent. My butt hurts. Why? Oh, I must have hemorrhoids. But like uh, Eli said at the beginning of it, it, it can be passed off as any number of other. It can. And, it, and it's, it's one thing to have your butt hurt, but it's like specifically your bum hole. I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's not like your cheeks are hurting or the muscle in there, like your gluteus maximus. Like, no. It's where your poop comes out. I'm sorry, I know it's descriptive, but that's the area about which we're speaking. Mm -hmm. And there's internal and external. The external are much easier to treat. <laughs> For obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, getting at those internal ones requires a little, uh, little bit of invasive procedure. Uh, Do you know what that procedure is called? <laughs> Well, th there's a few procedures, but Randall, why don't you go ahead and bring up the ones that, that you're thinking of? I know of. what it sounds like. I know, I know <laughs> what the descriptions reminds me of, but why don't, why don't you get more more medical here, Randall? Uh, it's not super medical. It's called, well, the, out of the two treatments I found, the one that works slightly better is called rubber band ligation. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the University of Michigan's website so I could get a full descriptive description of the procedure. And uh, so it says... <laughs> The doctor inserts a viewing instrument into the anus. The hemorrhoid is grasped with another instrument. <clears throat> the device places a rubber band around the base of the hemorrhoid. The hemorrhoid mm. then shrinks and dies in about a week falls off. And the scar will form at the base of the hemorrhoid, holding nearby veins so they don't bulge into the anal canal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and while this is going on, all the doctor has to do is ask you if the rubber band feels too tight. I mean, how are you supposed to judge that? <laughs> <laughs> well, my experience, doctor. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <It'll be tight. laughs> well, while that one sounds really uncomfortable, the rubber band ligation, the one that's fascinating to me is infrared treatment. I mean, do they just stick an infrared 
scope up your backside and be like, just hang out for 15 minutes. I'll be back. Like, I don't know. It just Well, they, they have a device that creates an intense beam of infrared light. And then the heat created by the light causes scar tissue. So they have to be very precise in their aiming. <laughs> yeah. Because I would hate scar tissue to cover up the entire anus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'd have some big problems there. Now, either way, something very invasive, something very uncomfortable is heading your way if you got to get these things treated. And and just uh, uh, Tyler kind of touched on it a little bit, but here here's like a quick hit list of some, some symptoms here. Uh, bright red blood on toilet paper in your stool or in the toilet bowl after a bowel movement. Anal itching. Pain around the anus, especially while sitting, pain during bowel movements, one or more hard, painful lumps around the anus. So if, if any of these are uh, things that you're experiencing, you know, if it's, if it's uncomfortable to sit for a while, um, if you're seeing some blood on the toilet paper or, you know, even on your underwear after sitting or there's some kind of leakage, you know, these, these, these are signs. These are all symptoms of, of hemorrhoids. So there's the there's the real hard hitting part of the show where it's you know you actually get some good medical information to determine if you have it if you have hemorrhoids or not and and further complications if you don't treat them or or if they get bad um this one this one blew my mind anemia like we're we're talking an, anemia is yeah anemia is for for our listeners that aren't familiar it's it's where you basically have a, a lack of of healthy red red blood cells to move oxygen through your body so this coming from uh which website was this one from the mayo clinic right this this isn't some like obscure place this is mayo clinic rarely chronic blood loss from hemorrhoids may cause anemia that's that's some nasty hemorrhoids right there um, and then you can also deal with uh, strangulated hemorrhoids, which is interesting that they use strangulation to get rid of internal hemorrhoids. But strangulated hemorrhoids, if the blood supply to an internal hemorrhoid is cut off, the hemorrhoid may be strangulated, which can cause extreme pain. And then blood clot, um, though generally not dangerous to have a blood clot in your hemorrhoid, um, it can be extremely painful as well and needs to be lanced and drained, which just sounds pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that hemorrhoid treatments. Now, I've I've not undergone any hemorrhoid treatments. I will decline to say whether or not I should. Um, but I know that when you have external hemorrhoids, um, and even some in some of the cases internal ones, once you treat them, it they're kind of gone. I mean, it, usually it's the same blood vessels that are bothering you for years. It's usually the same ones, the same hemorrhoids all the time. So they have these treatments where they, they, they'll apply a cauterizing gun, um, or gun, a cauterizer. <laughs> I, 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 scared, but I made it a gun, you know? Um, so they'll cauterize your hemorrhoids. Again, sounds terrible. I'm sure it smells even worse, but it does, it's pretty effective in stopping them. So your hemorrhoids can be a thing of the past if you're willing to just kind of suck it up and go to the doctor and, Get it taken care of. Just don't try and treat it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I hope no one has to hear that I, on this show in order for them not to. Well, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. So I won't tell you who this is, but he was living with me at the time. <laughs> and 
it was like 9 30 at night and i hear a scream coming from the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> And so Gwen I, I and I need to know what he did, though. I have to. Well, well, here's the thing. Gwen and I rushed down to the bathroom. It was a half bath. It was only like four feet by five feet, just a little room. And I tried to open the door, and I, I hit him with the door because he was laying on the floor. <laughs> 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 and uh, long story short, I mean, this isn't a long story, but he thought it was a pimple, <laughs> so he tried to pop it. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! This this just goes to show you how seventy five percent of people cannot understand that they're dealing with hemorrhoids. I mean, if, you're, if, you're, if you're confused, I think the first rule is don't try to treat yourself. I think Randall really really delivered excellent advice there. Don't don't treat your own hemorrhoids. Um, but really though, if you if if you, if you think you've got them, you know, go go get checked out. And you, you, it's not going to be a fun visit, but it, it could pay off, I suppose. Well, and here's here's some here's some uh, relief to to this whole thing. There there are things you can do prior to going to the doctor um, if you start to realize that you you think you've got hemorrhoids before they get too bad. So first one, shower. Yes, good personal hygiene is a good start for just about anything. I think you're right. Um, so you know, but but in in all candor, make sure you wash it wash in the backside. Right. It can be really easy. Like, ah, you know, got the pits, got the hair or good. But, you know, make sure you're getting nice and clean. But um, no. So in America in particular, we ha we tend to have a very low fiber diet. Um, so by just increasing your fiber, you can uh, minimize the uh, the occurrence of hemorrhoids. So, um, so that's. That's one thing that you can do, um, but again, from the Mayo Clinic, here's the here's the the risk or be careful. Avoid uh, or add fiber to your diet slowly to avoid problems with gas. So uh, you got to you got to work your way up on the fiber. But the next thing that you can do too is drink plenty of fluids. Uh, you know, again, here in the states, we tend to be pretty underhydrated, um, particularly water. Make sure you're getting increasing your your water. Um, so those are a couple of things you can do from, from the, the Mayo Clinic. And then it goes on. It says, consider fiber supplements. Most people don't get enough recommended um, amounts of fiber. So you need about 20 to 30 grams of fiber per day in, uh, in your diet. Um, and so you can, uh, you know, take a fiber supplement if you have a tough time getting enough fruits and veggies um, to, uh, to assist with that. But then with the fiber, you've got to make sure that you're drinking enough water or you could potentially worsen constipation and risk of hemorrhoids. So, you know, you got to do both. Uh, this was my favorite one on the list. Don't strain. Mm -hmm. so, so straining and holding your breath while Sweet trying one. to pass a stool creates greater pressure on the veins in the lower rectum. So just let it flow. Let it pass. Um, it, it reminded me of Dumb and Dumber. Have we all <laughs> seen Dumb and Dumber? Remember the Jeff Daniels scene where he's he's uh, on the toilet there oh, in Aspen? How could I forget? <laughs> I've That's actually been etched just, into my memory. I just go to that scene in the movie when I was a kid and just watch <laughs> that. that. That's why you watch. So you know, don't 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 pull a Jeff Daniels. Um, go as soon as you feel the urge. It's really easy, especially if you're preoccupied with something else. To be like, oh, I kind of got to go, but I, I can deal with it, right? Um, 
if you wait too long to pass a bowel movement and the urge goes away, your stool could dry out and be harder to pass. So, you know, sitting on that for too long can increase your risk of hemorrhoids. Um, exercise, uh, you know, stay active and then avoid long periods of sitting, particularly on the toilet. So go when you feel the urge, but if it ain't coming, get up, move around a little bit and then, then, then go uh, excuse yourself again. So there's some potential solutions. Yeah. Just a, just a couple more, um, you know, moderate aerobic exercise. So exercising, you know, just walking 20 to 30 minutes a day can help sort of stimulate bowel function um, <clears throat> so that you're not feeling like you have to push so hard. A sits bath, a sits bath is, a, is like a like a bath. It's kind of a shallow bath. It's basically designed for like your bottom and your hips. Um, and that's some German word, it's sitzen means to sit. So anyway, it can relieve itching and irritation and things like that. So consider that. And of course, we mentioned topical relief like preparation H or witch hazel wipes if you if you if you want something more natural. Um, there are there are things. I mean, you can Google these things. You can you know Google Google treatments for hemorrhoids and take some action. You don't have to be alone in your fight against hemorrhoids. You have help. It's true. Reach out to your social network friends and let them know. Particularly put, put on, it on, on Facebook, put it Facebook. on Twitter, <laughs> just put it on Instagram because that requires a picture. Just a text-based social media. <laughs> let people know, hey, I've got hemorrhoids. Who can help me? So, Is that a Facebook status? Uh, that would be a status. Yes, on Facebook. Okay. That, yes. I don't. So I don't use it, so I, I'm just yeah. was curious if that was a common thing. Like, have you ever run across somebody that says have hemorrhoids in their status? Oh, Tyler, I think we need to do a Facebook-related episode so that that we can just have fun with Randall. We really he should. Does, he, doesn't, he doesn't use Facebook, so that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I will give a disclaimer, too, because Eli mentioned the wipes that you can get. Um, if you think it's okay to put those down the toilet, go back and listen to the Monster of Whitechapel episode. Don't no. do that. Yes. Don't do that. No, yeah. Also known as the Fatberg episode. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, with uh, with all of that, gentlemen, unless we have any more uh, any more. Uh, uh, Backend related jokes we'd like to throw in here. Any more backhanders? Uh, let's let's score it. Any other final thoughts before we we bring this one to to rest? I'm sufficiently uh, traumatized by the mental images of during during this recording that <laughs> I, I feel exhausted of my rear end jokes. You know, I'm just, uh, I, what can I say? I'm gassed. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I knew there was at least one more that we could squeeze out. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Randall. Let's let's start with you. Uh, reason to panic, having hemorrhoids and not knowing it. Where would you score it? Well, I'm I'm gonna give it. Uh, uh, I'm all over the place on this because if I don't know that I have it, and I have it, and I don't feel it, it's not a big deal. Just keep cleaning. But uh, if I have to go through the, the exam and the treatment. <laughs> 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 My fear goes up a lot. Like, yeah, if yeah. I have to go see a proctologist, I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight because sure. I don't want to see a proctologist. Like, he has to right. use his finger, uh, <laughs> and I mean, I was wondering how how the proctologist with a glove finger on can tell the difference between a swollen and a non-swollen blood vessel. <laughs> they're not. It's not like they're made out of rock. So I don't know, but I, I'll give it. <laughs> If it's if it, if I can't feel anything, I'm gonna give it a zero. But if there's something going on down there, then and I fear that I have to go to the proctologist, I'll give it an eight because it's, it's all scary. or nothing. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Okay, <laughs> Eli. 
Yeah, same. Uh, I think I think being educated on the symptoms is a big deal. I think that if you know that you might have them because you're able to identify things you're experiencing that correlate with the symptoms of having hemorrhoids, I think you're more empowered to do something about them. Um, but you know, if you can't do anything about them, you either have you have to make a choice. You can either live with them or you go get them treated. Uh, but as far as if if I found out that it, they were they were they were so bad that I, I had to do something about it, I'm gonna panic because even though I know it would be temporary and in the long term, it would be good good for me. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight as well if I know that I've got to go in and undergo awful treatments. I'm panicking. That's an eight. Yeah, and for me, um, a little discomfort. I mean, it's not the end of the world, right? That's just sometimes things are uncomfortable. Um, so I'm not going to score it super high for, uh, like you gentlemen, if it's not bad, increase the, the fiber, increase the water, and we're good. Um, now, if I'm next to somebody that isn't used to eating a high-fiber diet and they're trying to get rid of hemorrhoids on their own by increasing that fiber, my panic scale goes up to probably a four and a half or a five just because I don't want to be next to that person, especially stuck on a bus. Or like we talked about a few weeks ago, Times Square Nightmare. Um, you know, you got somebody that's trying to self-treat hemorrhoids and you're stuck in a group of people that big. I'm panicking. My nose hurts. <laughs> By the way, Randall, the reason that your doctor would know the difference is because the same doctor that's going to have his fingers up your bottom has had his fingers up thousands of bottoms. That's how he knows. I hope and, that makes you feel better. <laughs> and, and that's where I'm with you gentlemen on if I have to go to the doctor, because I know that my backside is not the first one that's been probed. Um, I know where that doctor's finger has been, and that that makes me panic. You do, but you don't. <laughs> I I know a guy that cleans um, instruments, medical instruments. And I thought he, you said I thought you said you knew a guy. I thought you were going to say you knew a guy that cleans bottoms. I don't no, know why. <laughs> I was terrified that that's where you were going. No, he, he cleans the stuff that that goes up in during colonoscopies. And he refuses to use them, get them done on himself. So he, he, he like, it, it's it's that bad. So yeah, that's another reason to panic. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm up there seven and a half or an eight if I've got to go in and and uh, get a get an invasive alien uh, procedure done by my proctologist. 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 Anyway, all right. Well, there it is, folks. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode. Uh, we had a good time with it. Hopefully it was educational, informative, and gave you a reason to once again be terrified of something. We will, uh, we'll see you next week for another fun episode of Reason to Panic. <laughs>